This is not VGME. This is not Uganda. This is Sam. Beat the rat? Or beat Captain Alex? This is Jackie. At some point, a man named Alex dies. This is Justin, and this is Who Killed Captain Alex. What's that smell? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm gonna hit you with so many rights, you're gonna beg for a left. Thrill me. Big for that. Thrill me. Hey, look at me! No more! Hang on! It stinks. Hang on! This is a double! Stinker Madness. Hello and welcome to Stinker Madness, a podcast about bad movies by bad movie lovers for bad movie lovers. I'm your host, Justin. I already said all that. I, I gotta get off of that. Now that we switched the intro, it's always like... It's like muscle memory. Your mouth just goes blah, 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 saying the same goddamn fucking thing I, you said yeah. for the last five years, you know? Except you don't have any muscles or memory. Or so <laughs> how does that work? Who am I? You Why can't you. I lift this? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, who killed Captain Alex from Wakollywood? Wakollywood uh, studio, Studios. Uh, picked to us. Sent by Jack B, uh, famed listener Jack B, also of Hollywood, I believe, is where he's from. I don't think so. Uh, no, I think he's in uh, Cleveland or Des Moines or Miami. They're all the same. Uh, Miami, Ohio. You know, that's where I was going. You guys think I was? Going. Yeah, because you know what? My when when I think about crazy <laughs> gear switches and left turns, I think of Miami of Ohio. <laughs> you know, Roethlisberger went there. Hey, yeah, uh, he. Uh, yeah. Um, thanks, Jack, for again contributing uh, massive uh, monies to us, uh, almost as much as what Hollywood spent on this film, I believe, um, to uh, keep us going and keep us uh, buying new and better products and making the podcast better. Uh, if you would like to contribute as well, you, if you can match Jack B's uh, Patreon support of $100 a month, we'll also get two picks a year. Uh, so go to patreon.com forward slash sneaker madness and subscribe there. Also follow us on facebook.com, uh, twitter.com, the, uh, LinkedIn. I think we got a profile there now. Um, MySpace, we're still up on yeah, MySpace, we're right? we're doing good on MySpace. Yeah, man, we're killing MySpace. My <laughs> grandma is definitely following us there. <laughs> I don't think she is. I was, no, I was checking with a fan earlier. I'm pretty sure it was actually just the police trying to entrap me into, uh, <laughs> Very questionable situation. That's still apparently happening on MySpace. Nice. There you go. Yeah. Uh, we're big on Craigslist. Um, <laughs> we were until they took the sex thing down. <laughs> now we can't offer our services. No. And yeah, that was the only time you could really get themes going. Too, like, <laughs> themes? Yeah. Baked beans. Wrestling. Oh, oh, like like the Cake sitting. late night HBO yeah. show. Well, if you couldn't, you couldn't just go on Craigslist and be like, do me. <laughs> Because no one that's, would, right? That's for Tinder, right? You know, well, no, we nobody will have sex with you if you just be like, oh, I want to have sex. You're like, yeah, big fucking deal. Everybody does, right? <laughs> you gotta, you gotta reach out there. And be like, hey, I got a, I got a kiddie pool and I got uh, forty gallons of baked beans. <laughs> then you get hits. That's, people, people come back. Do you think it's people that are into that, or are they like, at least he's trying. I'll go for it. Yo, they. I think it's mostly like, well, you know, I've never done that. But hey, this guy put a vibe out. I like what he's uh, laying down. It's not normally my thing. 
I'll invest in this opportunity. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> this is what we had to do before we had Patreon. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Craigslist uh, bean sitting. And yeah, then, and then now we and just we reuse the beans. Yeah, we just we do just the, put saran wrap over the little kiddie pool. We just do the bean thing for free now for enjoyment rather than for financial yeah, you, purposes. You, the first time you just you just once you sink into those beans, you realize you're never coming back. <laughs> it's like a it's like a waterbed. Uh, so who killed Captain Alex from 2010? Correct, Sam. 2010. Yeah. Uh, Ish. A movie that's currently streaming on YouTube uh, for free, obviously. Uh, 64 minutes with some fiddly bits on the end. If you if you count the film directly, it's 104 minutes. So it's a very short film. So. Yes. Uh, Sam, why don't you tell us about who killed Captain Alex? Oh, I'll start. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Cool. I just wanted to interrupt you. Can he go okay. now? I'm trying to be like VJ Mike. Okay. Oh, right. VJ Emmy. <laughs> then yeah, VJ Emmy. VJ Emmy. So like when I'm in the middle of my first sentence, you'd be like, this is Stinker Madness. <laughs> and then just slap me and say, welcome to the basement. <laughs> that's what that guy does through the whole movie. Uh, I thought this was going to be the uh, Operation Cock and Gor- Gorillo, um, which is the Ugandan Expendables. Oh, was okay. the subtitle because I had actually heard about that huh. before I heard about this because okay. that was I guess in one of Draft House's things in Austin I guess okay. I All right. guess All right. because that's supposed to have played at the last Draft House event last year mm-hmm. but IMDB doesn't have anything on it it's not on their website okay. so I guess it exists and maybe they're just so busy that they can't keep up with social media because uh, the last you know chiming out of Wakaliwood was in 2016. Uh, of this studio, not the Wood. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was uh, the Big Black, I believe. Big Black, yeah. yeah. Okay. But supposedly the one they did after that is done, and they screened it in Austin. Huh? I guess. Okay. All right. Maybe. But we can't get our hands on it. Yeah. Fair Could enough. Be vaporware. We're not sure. All right. Uh, when this one came out, the what is it? The YouTube trailer did three point two million. That's a lot. Views, That's something good. like That's that. Pretty good. I would uh, consider that going viral. Yeah. It's more than we've got. <laughs> Our YouTube channel is not good. <laughs> well, you know, we, we had 500 views with our Bean video. Right, right, well, right. Like in our introduction to us, like, hey. Did you put the link to the YouTube on the MySpace? <laughs> right. Oh, man, I blew it. I did it all in GIFs. Uh, oh, you know, no. like the, the dancing banana GIF. And I, I, yeah. You just need the Chihuahua jacking off. That's the only GIF that you need. What? There's a Chihuahua jacking off GIF? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And it's like he's doing it like a human, too. It, it doesn't make sense. There's it's basically everyone, the thing right? from Garden State turned into a gif. Okay, all right. Yeah, it's that chihuahua <laughs> who's got the one trick that he does. Okay. Uh, creepy stuff. 10,000 DVDs they sold of this. 10,000? Official. Nice. And then the pirated versions, uh, innumerable, yeah. supposedly. I wonder, I wonder what the asking price would have been, you know? Because I'm sure it's not like... It's not in Walmart, right? No. And if you're making them yourself, you got to at least double what it's costing to put them together. 10,000. I would say, well, like, I would say that you got to he's got to be going somewhere in between 5 and 10 dollars American. Yeah, somewhere in there is what I'd say. So, you know, 10,000 save low on 5, you know, that's 50,000 bucks, dude. The, the you know, the crew in Boise that when we when any of us or them would make a video that was good enough of length we'd sell them for 10 bucks right, right like that's not too much to ask it's crap but it's worth 10 bucks yeah 
No, it's not bad. It's, uh, it's, I would say that this was a major success then. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's a reported $200 investment. $200 budget. That's insane. And I don't, I mean, like it shows, obviously. Yeah. But, dude, still, that's pretty cool. It is. Uh, on a, Afterwards, when it kind of went viral, they did the Kickstarter thing, and they mm-hmm. wanted like 160 bucks or something right, like that. Right, right. We'll make the next like, one. <laughs> we figured out how to trim the fat <laughs> off of our productions, We're and I think we can now. really get this down to about 160 And then <laughs> they got like 13 grand, and it was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> now what do we do? <laughs> yeah. It's enough to keep their studio going for the rest of that guy's life. Right. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Uh, but... One of the things that's interesting is that the stuff they probably spent money on didn't really make it into the movie. Okay. Uh, Notice that they kind of went to a post-production rather than trying squibs. Right. They tried to use actual squibs, and they made them out of, uh, originally, condoms and cow blood. Oh, boy. They were trying to use real cow blood, but one of the guys got tetanus. Oh, no. Yeah, so they switched to food coloring. Oh, I hope hope he's okay. (laughs) I don't. Know what happens after you get tetanus? I know that we get shots so that we don't get it, right? Right, right. But like, what happens once you do get it? You get lockjaw, and it's super painful. Okay, so yeah, but the lockjaw I thought was one of the symptoms that happens before you die. Yeah, like late tetanus. Oh, I thought that was like like when when early signs of tetanus is you start your jaw starts like (laughs) cramping up, and you're like, "Eh, my blowjob career is over. Yeah, that's that's my problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, got to make some money for this podcast somehow. Um, hmm. The baked beans aren't selling as well as they used to. Uh, and they've went up in price. I don't, I don't think that's an offer you should put out there. Uh, go ahead, Sam. That's really about it. That's that's as much as you're going to go. As much as you're going to go deep into the, the Who Killed Captain Alex. Oh, in terms of the history of Who Killed Captain That's what there is. Yeah. <laughs> so are the actors, are they... Villagers, yeah, that are his friends and his family. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. This is a pretty small area, and it's just, it's not. Uganda's actually got a really big population. Mm-hmm. Um, I could go into a little bit of that. Um, I oh, go ahead. Um, you know, in 1950, there was five million people in Uganda. Right okay. now, there's like about 45 million people in Uganda. That's they've experienced something of an explosion in population. Yeah. Um, you know, that's probably part of when they got rid of that one guy. One guy. There's their bad guy. He's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. Idi Amin. Oh, Idi Amin. They yeah, kicked yeah, him yeah. out in right, the, was right. that, 79, something like that? Was uh, the year? No, 79 was, or 80? I think it was in the 80s, dude. I think it was early 80s. We got rid of Idi Amin. Yeah, but it's... Or maybe I'm thinking there was the some. Bomb. There was the Bush Wars after that. I mean, Uganda had, had a pretty rough go of it. Yeah, yeah. But it seems like they've had a stable government since 95 somewhat. They still mm-hmm. have issues with torture and things like that. Yeah, but, that's not good. Um. Do they have a lot of wildlife in Uganda? I don't know that much about it's right the there, area of Uganda itself. It's right there with, um, it's on Lake Victoria. It's, but Kenya gets more of the tourism side for Lake Victoria, sure. I think. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, they don't do bad tourist-wise, but they're not like a huge tourist draw. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's it's you could pretty much throw a rock at anywhere in Africa, and there's going to be a shitload of wildlife anywhere right and versus the surrounding countries they're it's in terms of actual they're landlocked one which doesn't help and then two it's not very large area wise versus all of its neighbors are much larger countries yeah, yeah. Hmm. i think i should start a patreon account so that i can live my dream of throwing a rocket a lion oh you did that and it peed on it you. it peed on you <laughs> yeah i heard about that yeah. i know but 
It's not you can't live you can't the dream, live the dream again. again. You already threw a rock at a lion and it pissed on you. Unless you're Tom Brady, then you can live it six times. Ooh. Oh, um, I thought it was interesting about the Uganda film industry is one of the, the things that I read about uh, Uganda and this film was that uh, what, what what's VJ Emmy VJ Emmy. Yeah. He mentions at the end of this film that he come by my video hall. And we were all like, what the fuck is a video hall? It turns out that it's a movie theater yeah. uh, that where one person owns it, essentially, or a group of people and they broadcast movies. But there's a riffer the entire time. Yeah. So you go in and you you never just sit there and watch a movie like we do where you don't talk or you're not supposed to fucking teenagers. Uh, there's a guy riffing the whole time. Yep. Well, and he even says that in somewhere in the riff tracks where he's talking over the movie in the riff tracks. He works for riff tracks. Oh, I'm him sorry. And Bill Corbett. Yeah. Bill, Bill had to let him go. <laughs> yeah. He kept yelling. This is Uganda at inappropriate times. <laughs> that's, like, that's it. You're out. <laughs> All right, Kevin, you can come back. <laughs> yeah. So, but you know, when he's talking over, he actually says something along those lines where this is how we watch movies in Uganda. He does at yeah, the beginning. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. Which, you know, after he said that, I was like, okay, the, that would explain why they have this person talking over the movie. Mm-hmm. I and, got, go ahead. Sorry. And, and that's when I started to enjoy it more. And honestly, because at first I was like, what the hell is going on here? Why is this guy talking over it? Like, did he buy the only copy in town? And right. he's like, ha, now I can put my own two cents on this because I don't like the director and it's some kind of personal vendetta. But then you realize that he's just funny. Or just like some twitch asshole that's like, yeah, I'm PewDiePie or whatever that guy yeah, fucking there's does. There's new, they, they do that on Twitch now. They've got people watching movies and like, oh my God, that just happened. Like, Watching a movie with Chatty Cathy online. Um, no thanks. <laughs> yeah, I don't even like that uh, when it's at my own house. Yeah, we, uh, you do, kind of. Yeah, we riff the whole time, but uh, we don't do that because we'd have to bathe frequently to uh, you know put ourselves on the internet. That's why we do this vocal thing. Yeah. We all look like <laughs> I'm shit. showering the and day we can that still, we record. We can still do it on MySpace. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. We just post the pictures where we actually washed our hair that day. Or actually, we don't even post pictures of ourselves. We just impose our faces on pictures where the people look clean. It's a good thing there's no smell vision on the internet. Smellovision.com. I think we might get some fans <laughs> with that. Some people like some weird stuff. <laughs> it smells like beans. Yeah, it smells. This podcast is very earthy and yeah. bakey and then every once in a while you get like a dog fart right because <laughs> you just in the chat you're like i'm not gonna lie that smells like a bacterial infection you should get that checked out <laughs> the fans are all writing in because they're concerned uh, i'd use cream with heavy metals to get rid of that <laughs> um yeah the the this copy of who killed captain alex is the only one in existence because apparently the director what's what's his name um uh, uh, NG Nabawana IGG Nabawana IGG um, IGG is his, shortened. It's his it's his initials yeah. put at the end of his name rather than the beginning. Yeah, uh, he deleted the copy of it off of his hard drive so that he could free up room for his second film. <laughs> I heard, so I read that, but I also read that there was a power surge and it just fried it. Oh no! So there's conflicting reports on that. Huh. Mm. Also, yeah. I guess I should add in that if you do go in. You could, I think, still contact them, possibly because their blog has been down for a while. But for a while there, you could uh, give them some money mm-hmm. and then green screen yourself dying and they would put it in the movie. Oh, cool. 
Yeah, right you on. could you could be in the movie dying. Yeah, if they still make movies, because again, 2016 was the last time they did anything with a date. But again, date. as I heard that that one, the thing, the only reason I knew this existed was the thing that was supposed to happen at Draft House last year. Yeah, so. maybe it exploded. I don't know. Uh, you guys ready to get into it? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, this movie starts out hot. Um, sort of. Uh, yeah, the guy yells, "Hot is hot. This is Uganda." Somebody <laughs> slaps somebody else. <laughs> Um, there's a bunch of reporters who have swarmed in on what appears to be a motel where Captain Alex has been called in. And Captain Alex, I guess, is like this super cop, uh, sort of. What is <laughs> Captain Alex? He's a super Alex? commando. He's a super commando. They, they, they say he's the best soldier in Uganda. Then what's he doing taking down the Tiger Mafia? They had to go to martial law. Oh, the Tiger okay, Mafia okay. was so bad that they had to call in the actual army. Wow. Yeah, these fuckers were stealing everybody's Twinkies. It just, it wasn't cool. Um, They look like a pretty rinky-dink outfit to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did you see their poster? It's probably like four by four. I don't even know what, what is the Tiger Mafia into? Uh, They were going to do a deal at one point in the movie, but we never saw it go down because it got interrupted by a gunfight. There's a briefcase. We know that they, yeah, they deal in briefcases. They have money in briefcases. You know, you're inferring that there's money. The only thing briefcases. we know is that they had a briefcase. <laughs> they have a briefcase. And at one point, even though they're in such uh, com- large and in charge situations that they uh, have required the government to come after them, uh, the leader of their uh, the Tiger Mafia goes to his paid off police captain and then just kind of takes whatever guns are laying around because he's <laughs> apparently he just says out loud, i'm kind of short on guns right now i'm gonna take these ones and then he does and he's like wait the guard's like hey wait and he's like hey i'm gonna give these guns a gun home yeah right. he's like don't worry he's like, i'm gonna get good use out of them. we'll take good care of them. i won't shoot you with them <laughs> maybe so the like he's like a celebrity basically like whoa captain alex is yeah. here yeah now shit's about to happen well, you know, it can only be Captain Alex. You can't have two names with this guy because Richard is only a one-name character right. as well. Richard, Richard, the leader of the Tiger Mafia. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of like Madonna. Well, oh, you yeah. know, like the icon type of thing. Yeah. Alex. Alex is here. And then Richard. I loved his third album. Yeah. Yeah. The naming is very uh, sort of off brand the uh the side spin of the hong kong films when shaw brothers and golden harvest was there they were like stan right don't do that <laughs> like the, the really bad overdub ones where there's only four people doing it they've got fake beards and mustaches glued onto yeah. them and it's like stan um so i guess step one to take down the tiger mafia is to build an army base in the shitter yeah in- where the sewer is right. there's a lot of a lot of uh Sneaking through sewage in this movie. Yeah. And it was kind of funny because the guy's like, well, this is where you guys can set up camp. It's it's where our sewage is. And he's like, but don't worry. I'll let you know before I go to the toilet. Yeah, right, right. And he walks off and then they're like, okay, you lazy bastards, get to work. Get to work. Build an army base in the shitter. Yeah. Uh, make sure you build a cool place to chill out because we're going to have a karaoke hall there as well. You know, we like to kick back after a hard day of building shitter army base. Absolutely. Well, even the, you know, mafia bosses need to relax as said by, as stated by, uh, VJ Emmy later in the film. Yeah. They got a karaoke lady there. She's like, uh, the, the top 
the tops. <laughs> She's proving that karaoke sucks everywhere, yeah. especially when you're not drunk. As long as you're shit house, it always sounds good. These army guys get pretty wasted. Oh, they think it sounds good. It's just we didn't because we weren't drunk. Right, exactly. Yeah. If I was like, you know, six margaritas in, I would be like, do more than a feeling next. Come on, Lenny. <laughs> Play free bird. Well, you know, she did have a very fancy red dress on. I would assume if I was super drunk that she would be able to sing anything, right? She's, right. A, she's yeah. a professional lounge singer uh-huh. Uh-huh. in my eyes at that point. And I'm like, dude, you, I'm with Sam. Play free bird. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd be like, oh. Uh, I, I like when they, especially when they yell at her to sing Dolly Parton. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and then she just sings some other random song. Right. Sing Dolly Parton. We I love think Dolly that was Parton. VJ Emmy that yeah. was asking for Dolly Parton ex post facto. Right. Uh, well, he had a good idea there because that would have been super funny. They all are. They're all shit house drunk, and they all fall in love with this woman. So they get in a giant, massive karaoke fight so no they get beat up by her husband let's just call it what it is I, are you sure that i think he's just some random drunk guy and vjm oh, again right. is just yeah. embellishing on on his narration skills yeah. well he's with her at the table so her boyfriend you know whatever her her, her gentleman caller of the evening if that's <laughs> right. all it is yeah what goes ahead and beats up the commandos yeah they call cause a bar brawl for the most part and uh captain alex comes in and he has to lay the smack down. He's like, you sons of bitches, I'm Captain Alex. This is supposed to be a tip-top operation, and we're going to take down the Tiger Mafia, but instead you guys are jerking each other's off at a goddamn karaoke bar. Yeah. Whose idea was building a karaoke bar? Why are we even building an army base? We're fighting the Mafia. <laughs> well, they got tired of building. They didn't ever. They're like, we're not building the base. This is a shitter. <laughs> yeah, right. So they just went into town. And that's what he's like. The villagers are being nice to us, so let us stay here. Don't fuck with them, because otherwise we'll have to go build a base in the shit. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, I would agree with Captain Alex. I I would be like, yeah, don't fuck this up for us, you bunch of dicks. I don't want to sleep next to somebody's Lincoln log as it's floating by, you know? Like, oh, I see Tom's been eating corn again, because obviously it's a small village. Yeah. Uh, This is the last we see of Captain Alex for some time. For a while. (laughs) just kind of, whatever. The next time we see him is also quite brief. Um, But uh, so at some point later, uh, Operation Cut Tiger Balls goes into effect. And that's when these army guys, commandos, start trying to fuck up Tiger Mafia's daily operations, I guess. Yeah. You'd think at some point that they would just steal their four inch by four inch flag of the tiger head and be like, now you're no longer the tiger mafia. We have your flag, like capture the flag type thing. Nope. And then Richard been like, I want my flag back. Maybe probably not. And my brother. Um, yeah, they show up at their hideout. Sort uh, of. They have yeah, to right. enter. It's a business deal because yeah. they can, it seems like they're unable to find the tiger mafia when they want to throughout the film. So, this is like they got a tip and they're going to sting them uh, at this deal. Right. Uh, they're also typically unable of taking anybody out because four of them surround a guy who is taking a pee and he, they're like freeze and he just beats the fuck out of all of them and walks away. <laughs> he runs out of the movie because we never see him again. Right, he's gone. But I do like the narration at this point. It's like super kicker. He's just like using the other guy as a catapult to kick other dudes in the chest. This guy just beats the shit out of these yeah. four commandos. <laughs> now, it seems like Captain Alex's team stinks. <laughs> well, well, you know, he's got the B squad. That's why they, they were like, oh, we'll bring in Captain Alex. Maybe he can do something with these guys. 
And then that's why Captain Alex is not in the movie very much because he's like, oh, God, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> I can't do anything with these people. Well, I think the first test for his squad was when he was like, yeah, this is it. Go ahead and build this fort in the shitter. And when they started doing it, he's like, oh, my God, they're actually going to do it. <laughs> oh, fuck. Hogan's heroes. Here we come. Uh the lead starts to fly during this deal. There's post-production gunfire everywhere. We should comment slightly briefly because we can't do a good job of justifying or uh, describing the prop guns that are used. But essentially, they're not guns. They are... There's squirt guns. There's some cardboard tubes. Right. They got creative. Yep. Wooden guns, wooden bullets. Oh, yeah. I love the... the uh... The string of bullets. What's that called? Uh, bandolier. The bandolier of bullets made uh, out of uh, sticks. Yeah, just carved wood. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite. Yeah. Um, so the post-production lead starts to fly, and it leads to kung fu. Like, everybody at one point kind of just gives up on guns and starts doing kung fu. Because sure. the Tiger Mafia also knows kung fu Absolutely. that the army guys know as well. Is that... I, on the chance of just completely sounding ignorant right because the voiceover guy goes everybody in uganda can do kung fu yeah, he says right that. is that true yes jackie yeah, everyone, everyone they, anywhere it's it's like this uh just genetic superpower they they have a baby and the baby knows kung fu everybody yeah. what happened was is after they knocked over the Idi amin regime somebody played kung fu fighting mm-hmm. and it just stuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel that maybe sometimes you say things that are outlandish? <laughs> that some questions have an immediate answer. Even the babies know Kung Fu. God damn it. Well, I don't know. Maybe it was like a trend or something. Maybe they all know, you know, my, like, my uh, Chuck Chando. Right. Uh, yeah, it's my always... martial art from watching karate movies is Chuck Chando. What the hell is Chuck Chando? I do things that Jackie Chan and Chuck Norris do <laughs> to very poor success. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. I think very... the last time I tried to do a high kick, I pulled something in my leg and I was down for like five days. Your high kick was more like a medium low kick. And you still got injured. <laughs> and, then, and then went down backwards. Like, oh, <laughs> going down. <laughs> Oh, the life of well, you know, I I can do a lot of things when I'm drinking. <laughs> well, it seems like the commandos do pretty bad because they all get pretty much blown away. Like there's a lot of dead commandos after this operation. This is the weed out mission. <laughs> is it because they yeah, whoever, <laughs> so whoever isn't still trying to build a fort in the shitter <laughs> and then doesn't get killed here starts actual training later. <laughs> right. Maybe. I don't know. I have a lot of questions about that. Um, one of the things that does go right, or maybe, or just completely impromptu, who knows, they capture the leader's brother. Yeah, even though he's been shot. In the, doesn't he get shot in the face? He, I thought he was dead. He looked dead to me, <laughs> but he's all right. Maybe. He's just grabbing his knee when they get him. We he, never see him again. We never we? see him yeah. again. So he could be totally dead, and the uh, whole yeah. thing's a big ruse. But uh, either way, um, uh, Richard finds out about it while watching MTV. There's breaking news. <laughs> the yeah. the Rowan cap- news station. Ro- Rowan channel. No, Rawman TV is what it's called. Oh. Yeah. If you, if you don't know, then don't say. <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of like my karate uh, question. Yeah. 
Sometimes you just got to throw out the vibe, Justin, and see if anybody's going to ping you on Craigslist. Every time. Yeah. You're, you're going to get called out for your making stuff up. Um, so Richard finds out about his brother that he's been captured, and he's uh, super pissed. Yeah. He's going to really fuck up Puff's day, played by one G-Puffs. G-Puffs. <laughs> right. His right-hand man, Puffs. Yep. Played by G Puffs. <laughs> There's a big fight. They get really pissed off. He's like, I hate you guys so bad. He shoots two of them. He shoots his wife. And then he shoots his wife. Right. Because she's not his brother. He's got other wives, apparently. So big 12 more. Yeah, she's cares? number 12. So he's got 11 extras. Yeah. Well, and he even tells the guy, You saved this bitch instead of my brother. And he's like, I saved your beautiful wife. He's like, That. And then she goes, Bitch, what bitch? And then she starts walking towards him. She shoots her in the face. No, like, she gets. That's it's the same one that we see later. He, she yeah. gets shot in the shoulder. Oh, okay. Well, she. It, it looks like she gets shot in the face. <laughs> so they get. He, Richard's like. He goes ape shit on him, kicks him out of there. They're like, fuck this guy. I hate working for this guy. One guy claims he's a Russian mercenary. And then. He, Richard comes back out. He's like, okay, okay, I'm sorry for shooting you guys and beating you up. Yeah, sorry about that. So then he shoots him and beats him up a little bit more. <laughs> and then, but he did this t- with care With this care time. this time. He was a little more t- gentle. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, now go out and get my fucking brother. And then... He, they've got a spy. Yeah. They've oh. Got a, they, he, they, they bring in their spy who has infiltrated Captain Alex's camp. As a honeypot. As a honeypot, essentially. And then later in the film, I guess she's the cook? Which seems to me like, what kind of loosey-goosey operation are you doing here, Captain Alex? You're the best at it. The fucking Ugandan government has brought you in to solely clean up this tiger mafia problem. And you're getting trapped by a honeypot? Come on, man. Absolutely. (laughs) Happens to the best of them. Even Adam West. Well, you know, if you look at this movie, there's only like four chicks in this whole village. Okay. That we see, right? Sure. Two of which are married to the mafia. Okay. And then the cook. Uh huh. Who's also the honeypot. Who's also the honeypot. Sure. And then there's like one female soldier. Okay. There's there's a couple female soldiers. Oh, okay. I only saw the one. And your point being? There's not a lot of options, Justin. He's. The best at this, Jackie. The number one in the world. If he can get sideswiped by, frankly, a pretty homely-looking woman, well, I've got problems with Captain Alex's operation. Hey, he's no James Bond, okay? Yeah. I think I think he's uh, a little distracted too easily. <laughs> and speaking of operations, we now look at the multi-pronged efforts of Richard, <laughs> who has, one, put in a honeypot, uh-huh. two sent several men directly to retrieve his brother and now has himself gone to the police who he's paid for and be like, you should just let my brother out. Right. So he's really just, he's throwing spaghetti at the wall and We're seeing what sticks. All the angles. Uh, yeah, the spy goes in to Captain Alex's tent because uh, he lives in a tent, sure. apparently, and uh, it's like, uh, hey, let this guy go. And he's like, no, what? No way. Let's do it. And she's like, she's like, okay, it's not working. Yeah. She, he goes, I want to beat the rat. And right. she goes, you need to take a bath. <laughs> right. And he's like, okay, but when I come back, we're going to beat the rat. Did you find out what beating the rat was? <sighs> no. There, okay. You know, I, I looked it up with Uganda, beat the rat. I looked it up with a movie title. And 
you know, there's it goes back and forth whether it's masturbation or sex. Hmm. Okay. And okay. depending on which whoever's answering, that's those are the two answers you get. Well, considering that there's two of them involved, I'm guessing it's sex. So, you know, beating the rat could probably just, you know, it depends on the context that you uh, throw it out in. I also found out that Twat the Rat hmm. is a British game. British game. It's it's a British pub game. Okay. Where there's a screen and then you get this pipe that runs down and you put a plastic rat but you the screen covers your hand so they don't know when you're releasing this plastic rat okay and it shoots out the bottom of this tube and then everybody's got a stick and then whoever hits it down wins as it's flying out the tube that sounds dumb as shit but it's called twat the rat twat the rat i i like the uh alternate version where you put chuck norris's head in the back The rat never wins. <laughs> no, but you get to beat Chuck Norris with the bat. Yeah. <laughs> get it? Kill the rat. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, missing in action two joke. Um, so, uh, yeah. So she, like, well, Captain Alex is taking a bath. She goes out and makes a phone call to Richard. She's like, it's not working. You won't do it. I'm going to go bone him. Meanwhile, his two dudes have infiltrated the camp, snuck into... Some army bros, please yeah. nabbed them. Take two guys that aren't Captain Alex. That aren't Captain Alex have nothing to do with anything, but never take their radio away either. In the dark of the night, a shot rings out. Uh huh. Captain Alex has been struck. <laughs> Captain Alex is down. Captain Alex is dead. He's really all the way dead, and... What did Captain Alex do in this movie to deserve his name in the title? <laughs> I'm saving my theory for the end about okay. who shot Captain Alex. Sure, sure, sure. That's not even my fucking beef with this. <laughs> what did Captain Alex do? He was the best. <laughs> yeah, dude. When you're at the top, it's lonely, and you know everybody's trying to knock you down, take your title. I mean, look at Mr. T. I mean, I'll give him that he made it halfway through the movie, but he was seriously in the movie for about five minutes. He didn't do any gunfighting. He did nothing. He didn't fight a single guy. Well, I consider that, you know, considering that he made it through half of the movie, right? Right, right. For a movie called Who Killed Captain Alex, I think he did pretty good. Um, all right. I, as far as survival race. All I know about Captain Alex is that he doesn't like taking baths. Right! He was pretty grumbly about it. Yeah. What a weirdo. <laughs> uh, all, the next day, all his army guys are pretty bummed, and they're just sitting around, but Captain Alex's brother shows up, and he's like, hey, here's the deal. I know some kung fu, because everybody does, right? Sure. Uh, and uh, I want to join the investigation, and they're like, well, hold on. It's a little too early for the investigation. <laughs> they're, they're in, he's obvious. There's a guy talking about an investigation, and it seems like the workings of the investigation are happening behind him. There's some guys carrying wood around. Right. <laughs> like, I don't think that's an investigation. I think you guys are moving logs, and I don't even know why you're moving them. <laughs> Aren't you commandos? So they're like, okay, yeah, I guess do whatever, bud. And uh, Richard has got the two army guys, and he's interrogating them, and, he, and he's pissed because somebody killed Captain Alex and it wasn't his dude. Yeah. So he's like, who the fuck killed Captain Alex, you army guys? You guys know, right? W- was it you? Did you do it? No, I didn't do it. Well, who did it? God damn it. I need, I need him alive for some reason. X? Like no one ever goes, 
Well, he's dead now. Doesn't that work for isn't, us? Isn't that cool? Yeah, that's what he wanted. Because the police it's guy. It's not what he wants, Jackie. The, the police guy said, well, with Captain Alex around, things are different. I can't just let your brother go. Well, now he's dead. Right. Problem solved. Problem solved. You do the little hand wipey thing and you go back to moving briefcases around, I moving guess. Moving them around, yeah. <laughs> I would have just said it was me. If I was part of the Tiger Mafia. Well, he's so mad about Captain Alex being shot that you can't really, like, no, I'm not going to admit it. Dude, are you kidding me? He's just shot his wife for being rescued. Like, no, I'm not going to. She wasn't even rescued. She was the only one that was good at gunfighting in that whole sequence. Well, in the in the, in the the context of what Richard knows, a guy came in with her and said, I saved your wife, and he shot them both. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing shit. I just smile and nod around Richard. This yeah. guy is a fucking wild card. The he, 401k with Richard must be great because why stay on, huh? Yeah, I think he's on fucking meth or something. This guy is nuts. He's bananas. Yeah. Um, yeah, you just do whatever he says. Um, so soldiers back at the camp, they find a tracking device on in, in the tent, which tells them that these two soldier guys have been kidnapped. Yeah. So what happens is they radio that they, when they get kidnapped, the the Tiger Mafia kidnappers don't take the radio away from them. And then the guys that have been kidnapped have the radio on, and they're like, we shouldn't be on the radio. They're going to know we got kidnapped, and we're going to get in trouble. Well, the radio's on. Right. We've got two groups of people that by their own logic, should have turned it off. Right. Neither of them have done it, and it's on. And then another guy's like, hey, on the other end of this tracking device, there's some guys talking. Uh-huh. And uh, they're still alive, and they've been captured. <laughs> Do we know where they are? Uh, no. This is a tracking <laughs> device, not a radio. <laughs> then there's some confusion, and then it just cuts to another scene. It cuts to Alex's brother. <laughs> Oh, pr- who is uh who has gone to his kung fu master but his kung fu master has some dudes out front that are just like hey guy don't walk around here we'll fight yeah so he has to fight his way past them some real uh low rent seventh uh seventh column going on here yeah right, right. is this his dojo the yeah or is master, he just like yeah. visiting like, oh, well, I'm in the area. I should probably pay my respects to the, the local dojo. No, Is he a Shaolin monk? Yes, he comes from no. the Ugandan Shaolin temple. Is I thought that that's said. what they said. Yeah. That he no, was... that's what uh, v, VJME said. I I, are you sure? Because I thought that was in the actual oh. white subtitles. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, He this guy is his master. He yeah. goes to him and asks him, I need your help. And the master's like, oh, we only use Kung Fu for self-defense and to protect others. And fitness. Not for vengeance. Oh, and fitness, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but not for vengeance. But not for vengeance, no. But, Rip Master, I really need help. All right, well, then come on inside. <laughs> and then we never see him again. And then nothing happens with that. He probably shows him a sweet move. <laughs> like if you get Going close over enough. the top. He's like, so here's what you do. Take one knee, punch him right in the balls. Like, oh, you you taught us never to ball punch. He's like, yeah, but this is revenge. It's different now. The rules don't apply. So instead of getting revenge training, he takes a nap in a tree. <laughs> I thought this was a very clever hammock. It's just some ropes around a tree, Jackie. I, I know, but like I would not have thought of that. That's like awesome for camping. Ropes around a tree. 
That's yeah, what a hammock is. Yeah, but I mean, you could just he's like. He's not in the ropes. He's on a tree branch. Yeah, on no, the ropes. He, there was like a, a fork in the tree, and he used nylon rope to make a bed in the fork. I don't know if he did. He did. Yeah, he did. That's why I'm no, like, dude, this is a great idea. You guys call it bed. I call it ropes around a tree log. It doesn't look comfortable at all to me. I it thought it looks did. like it makes zero difference in the comfortability between a tree branch and not a it's roped tree branch. More comfortable than being eaten by a large animal. Or you can just climb up in the tree without the rope. It's you, the same effect. You fall out. He's not tied to the thing. No, it's a nice cradle. You won't rock either oh, way. Jesus Christ. It's easier you know, than sleeping in the tree by itself. Yeah. And, you know, like the worst case scenario is he's going to roll on his stomach. He's going to put his wee wee in the ropes in an in, a, in like an like in a small little area. Right. And then he's going to twist a little bit and his balls are going to get snapped in the rope. And then he's going to wake up and be like, ah, I think the worst case scenario is the rope comes undone and he goes and he takes a 12 foot face first. digger. <laughs> That's a little bit worse than like, oh, it snapped my pee pee. <laughs> What do you think is worst case scenario, Justin? 12 feet on your face or a little pop to the wiener. <laughs> I, uh, I have better things to do than answer these. Hypotheticals. These, these BuzzFeed quizzes you prepared yeah. for me. You're, you know what's going to happen is in two years, you're going to be in this situation where you're up in a tree and there's a fork. All you got is a night on the rope and you're like. I guess I am hoping for the PP. You know, I know little about the future, but I know that that is not a scenario that's ever going to happen. <laughs> um, so he takes his nap. Then he goes down and has some ground fish. <laughs> he has a considerable amount of difficulty figuring out how he's going to cook this fish. He kind of rubs a stick on it. He tries like he's going to poke the stick through the tail and hang it. There's a number of things that he sort of thinks about attempting but doesn't, and then some lady shows up in a bush. He, My problem with the whole thing is none of those problems, Sam. <laughs> it's that he reaches down after lighting a fire and grabs a fish off the ground. Yeah, he left <laughs> it there. It's a ground fish. It's sure. like you just reach over, hey, look at that, a ground fish. I'll have that for dinner. Maybe the reason he's sleeping in the tree... He figures, I'll leave this fish down there, and if it's an animal that can climb a tree for me, then it'll just eat the fish and leave. But he wakes up, and there's still a fish there, and he's like, <laughs> breakfast! <laughs> oh, that was a fish. Yeah, sure enough, uh, Richard's wife is there next to his fish stash. <laughs> She's been shot in the shoulder. Yeah, not the face, which... Yeah. And, and he's, pretty, he's pretty rude about it, like, hey, you're totally screwing up my... My fish dinner, my ground fish dinner. Uh, here, have some herbs. She's Put like these herbs on your shoulder and water, a shirt. Please, water. And he's like, here you go. Hands her a bottle and goes back to the fish. Like, fuck off, lady. And then, yeah, later he's like, that looks like a gunshot. Here's a shirt. Don't get any blood on it. <laughs> that doesn't make sense because she can't do that. And the one thing she really doesn't need right now, she actually has a shirt on that hasn't been shot. Right. Correct. And she's somehow not getting blood on that one, but the one that you're going to give her is going to be impossible to not get blood on. <laughs> well, you know, he does pick some herbs or something, and he's like, here, put those on there. It'll stop the bleeding. And I think this is great acting when she puts it on there, and she's like, oh, like, you know, when you put alcohol or hydrogen peroxide on a cut, and it hurts like hell. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
I think this is the same scenario. Yeah, this is just like when Rambo uses gunpowder to cauterize the wound in Rambo 3. It has that same gravity to it. It totally does. <laughs> Go ahead, Jackie. You got to make the sound. No, he doesn't gra- gravel at all. He just goes... <laughs> And then it echoes like Khan through all of Ooh. Afghanistan. Ooh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> what was that, everyone? There's only one thing it could be. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone poking himself with a stick. <laughs> There's no Again. wild animal sounds anything like that. <laughs> They're like, oh my God, he's back. So, mind you, Captain Alex's brother is on a mission for revenge. Yes. So he does some practice karate. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got to stay limber. Well, the other thing is you cannot forget that it is for fitness. Right. And then he takes a swim. We goes fishing. Yeah, he gets another fish. There's nothing happening that's revengey here. He's showing off for the lady he found in the bushes. I don't know what he's up to because it's not revenge. No. But uh, I don't know why he's fishing. He hasn't eaten the one that's on the fire still. He's just hanging out. The fire's Look, gone out, too. He's just living outside, being a consumer of nature. Yeah. <laughs> he's enjoying it. I don't think I could do it. I don't think my butthole could take the uh, using leaves for toilet paper. I just think it'd be way too scratchy. Did you know that uh, snipers pack rocks? That is what, like, if you're going to be one of those gilly guys uh you uh you have your own rock because you're gonna be out there for days well according to uh sniper five or whichever one it is when Mm -hmm. behringer leaves for a while and billy zane comes back (laughs) uh, billy Billy zane's making him he's doing the training because he's you know he's he's the number two sniper Uh uh-huh they're uh, doing their sniper practice. He's the number two sniper in Sniper 5 when you're about to no, talk about number two for snipers. Exactly. Well, <laughs> this is going to be more of a number one situation. Oh, okay. All right. Um, but no, as dictated by number two. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's very important. Listen. Yeah. Yeah, it'll, it'll be easy to sort out. Just watch the movie. Uh, they're, you know, he's making him hold position for like hours and hours. They're like, what if we have to pee? He's like, you just pee your pants. Mm-hmm. What? He's like, yeah. Learn to pee your pants. You learn to like it. Hell, I like it so much. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> it's me, Billy Zane. It's me, Billy Zane. And you're like, yes. <laughs> <coughs> okay. So anyways, uh, on, in a different movie, um, Richard has kidnapped all of the news reporters, the same ones that were interviewing <gasps> or two. Alex. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, the two. And uh, he's like, it's me, Richard. From the Tiger Mafia, put me on the news. And so they, they dial plug, up HQ. They plug a camera into an old telex. Yeah. And they're on TV. They're on TV. And he says he's going to start killing the hostages unless he gets his brother, which now the hostages have become the two soldiers and this entire news crew. <laughs> yeah. And he shoots one of them right then. I think it's the boom guy. Yeah, well, I thought it was the second lady, like the producer or something. No, I'm pretty sure it was a dude named Phil. <laughs> so he just shoots one of his own guys then, because there was only two of them. Yeah, Maybe. that's what I thought. I thought yeah. he shot the other gal, He's the, like the teletext gal, and then he shoots one of his own dudes, like, bam, and that guy too. I got all these hostages, including anyone who ever meets me. Yeah. 
I'm going to shoot the hostages and my own men until I run out of people to shoot. Who were hostages? <laughs> uh, so the general <laughs> of the Ugandan military, I guess. Yeah, I'm guessing that's what he is. Uh, it says that it's time to attack Tiger Mafia. Fuck, this, this whole thing about Captain Alex was a shit show. I was wrong. Let's just attack them. <laughs> well, they also, because have we gotten to the part where the world's greatest drug dealer killer commando is in vacation? Uh, maybe. Because this is where they pick him up. Because one of the soldiers, one of the, one of the two lady soldiers is like, I know this guy. He's really good at killing drug dealers. Like, he captures him. He never screws up. He always captures him. And then he cuts their heads right off. And you're like... Okay, well, that's a little extreme, uh, but he's on vacation here. He just like, happens to uh, be in Uganda, Uganda this Okay. Week. Yeah, I mean, he killed the sure. Russian mafia guy. Oh, yeah, and uh, one of the, she said, Colombians, too. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, Pick him up. That guy's like, okay, yeah, let's grab him. Let's go with that. Let's grab that guy. Alex was a mistake. <laughs> yeah. What was his what were his qualifications? Uh, he was the only guy that decided it was a bad idea to build a fort in the shitter. <laughs> right. But it was what we had. <laughs> the best soldier. <clears throat> so meanwhile, Captain Alex's brother is still on a quest for revenge. <laughs> and he's sitting on a rock. Kind of. <laughs> talking to Richard's wife. Yeah. About her past and now that about that one time when she fell in love when she was young and fell in love. Yeah, and there's a they flashback to her marriage, which is her being tortured. The very first of, words Richard says in this flashback are "Marry me or die." Uh-huh. And then you see her inside of a heart. Right. And it's like, wow, this is. And then somebody dumps water on her and slaps her in the face. And this is the point where VJMA yells. This is Uganda. <laughs> You're like, is that the right timing there? And then the lady comes in and burns her face with a cigarette. And the guy is like, they're like Uganda. Yeah. And I'm like, two, oh my God. Like, make me cringe moments is when he's like, we own this. You're like, no. <laughs> no. Uh, what a weird flashback. Um, so the soldiers set up their plan of attack. There's 50 of them going in. But Richard's got the fucking tracking to the tracking device. The tracking device. And he overhears this entire fucking plan, so he knows that they're and their entire plan is based off a sneak attack when they know that he's got a radio because they've been listening to the two way yeah. radio. Like, come on, Jesus. Is this where they're planning the sewer the sewer sting? Sure, whatever. Okay, so this is where cause this is important. Cause this is when the guy shows up. It's the commando killer. Or the killer command drug dealer commando drug dealer killer guy okay and he's like we're gonna have to do this early we're gonna strike early because i'm on vacation and right. i want to go dancing later <laughs> right. let's get this over so he's with. taking it really seriously but he isn't really wanting to fuss with it too much because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's there's butts to be shaken it's more than yeah. captain alex took. he has got to Dude, bust a move later this guy is high as a kite Oh, yeah, he is. I mean, if you look at him, his, his eyes are slit, right? And he's he's got his little joint there. He's probably smoking an actual joint on the TV. Why not? And he's just sitting there like, I don't give a fuck. And so, like, every character around him is talking about this plan but him. And he's just sitting there smoking a joint. Why is everything in slow motion right now, man? Yeah. 
like uh, I will kill your drug dealer. Just keep these drugs rolling to me. Yeah. Wait a second. This is a conflict of interest. Did I just cut that guy's head off? Yeah, whoa. You got any weed? You guys, you guys have any doobies mixtapes? <laughs> and by mixtapes, I mean bigger joints. <laughs> bigger joints. All right. So guess what? Alex's brother has finally decided it's time for revenge. <laughs> yeah. And the wife tags along with him as he goes to invade headquarters of Tiger Mafia while there's a 50 commandos on their way to also storm Tiger Mafia. And Tiger Mafia is setting has, up their own plans to take out the commandos. And the entire government. And the entire government. Because they send out one guy to steal a helicopter. Yeah, some Tiger Mafia commando. <laughs> you can't have that. Uh, yeah, he steals a fucking chopper. He blows up several government buildings. It a seems, church and a school. You say blow up, but it seems more like the helicopter smashed him. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what it, it looks does, like. It smashes him. Because this isn't a helicopter. This is this is a cardboard cutout with some really bad It's some bad work. Matt, there's some computer things happening that are slightly better than Birdemic. Really? I don't know. I think it's rivalry bird Birdemic, yeah, okay. It's really close. It's real close. But yeah, they smash the buildings with a helicopter. It seems like it smashes them. And then simultaneous to this, they're replanning the plan mm-hmm. outside and it involves the sewer. Right. Now. Right. Uh, and this is when the commando, crack commando, drug killer guy starts giving him the pep talk. And it's really not good. He's like, okay, here's the deal, guys. Captain Alex was an idiot. He says that. And you're like, oh, my God, Captain Alex was an idiot. <laughs> and he's like, Captain Alex was an idiot. And these guys are drug dealers and you're soldiers, but they kill a lot more people than you and they're a lot better at this. So you're probably going to die and you suck. Um, I really. And then he's like, I want you guys to concentrate on not shooting each other. <laughs> and you're like, whoa. It's got real here. <laughs> like, and then he's like, so pretend like, to listen. <laughs> I know I look like I'm high as a kite right now, but I'm still better at this than you completely shit face uh, where yes, you're completely sober. And then they're like, okay, go team. And they're off. Meanwhile, Alex's brother has busted into the base and is now having to prove that he's a Kung Fu guy. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's the- You're here to get some revenge. Okay. Well, I only get revengeified by people who are really good at Kung Fu. So let's see what you got. Fight these guys. <laughs> I can't tell if he just like jumps in and then, Richard's like, "Oh, you're just hmm. in time." Ah, yes. For this, or if he like immediately gets captured, which is not very kung fu, right? And then is released in order to fight. It is unclear which one of those two scenarios has happened. I thought that Richard thought that he was one of the guys, one of the tryouts. Yeah, and he's like, "So get in here with these other four douchebags." And fight to the death, and whoever's still standing can join the crew. Right. And he's like, this is what I came here to do. And they're like, yeah. So they're all on their own agenda, and no one really knows what's going on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Much like us. Yeah. Um, because- There's Yeah, this is becoming... Once the guy tries stealing the helicopter, and then there's a second helicopter that shows up that's labeled, and you're like, okay, I kind of know what's going on. But... This is the section where who's who is becoming a real problem. Well, it gets even weirder because the stolen helicopter starts flying towards the base where the Tiger Mafia is fighting Alex's brother. And the 
guy jumps out of the helicopter and then the helicopter smashes that building and then flies off and starts shooting some more thing without a pilot. <laughs> yeah. Or he, he, at some <laughs> point he got a, back into it, I guess. Well, I think once all of it starts shaking down, the government's helicopter finds the rogue helicopter and then smashes it into some trees eventually but this yeah. is before that happens yeah it just smashes some trees then beforehand no it smashes the building that they're fighting in that's how that's how captain alex's brother doesn't get killed it, it causes gets... a temporary distraction and then some other guys come in after that because the building still got most of its roof after getting smashed by a helicopter and then richard's like fuck this shit and then shoots his wife to death <laughs> and you're like why did she get a second chance in this movie? Why She's, did she show up at all? so undignified for her character to just be like, I've made it back, Richard, and then just get shut. Do you remember me? And he's like, yeah, I'm shooting yeah. you again. Boom. <laughs> I guess you're, I guess you take a lot of bullets. Hmm. And some of his own men. Again, yeah, he's, he's still like, shooting more of his own he guys. He just shoots his own men. Yeah, yeah, to this point in the movie, all hell breaks loose for me. I am having a hard time following it. So I'm just going to agree with everything you guys just said because I'm not sure what the hell is going on. The only person, the only two people I can really keep track of during this entire sequence is the guy in the red and the guy with the Alpha Ta Omega hat on. Okay. <laughs> he's got a fraternity hat, oh, yeah. like beanie on, uh-huh. and he's got he's dressed in white. So those two, I can keep track of. Everyone yeah, yeah. else, I don't even know if the the new sergeant. Uh, mercenary guy has joined the fight. I don't know if he's part of it. No, no, the commandos have full on attack now too. Sure, we don't get the super drug killer guy back until he gets the guy with the red pants later. Yeah, yeah, ah, he's okay. sort of MIA for a while. Yeah, so this whole time there's bullets flying. The commandos are invading. There's commandos on vines swinging in with guns blasting other dudes. There's grenades flying. The choppers of there's more choppers. There's a gun and police chopper now as well. I really liked when they swung in on the vines because obviously it was green screened, right? Right. And their guns are really visible and they're just such pieces of crap. And the after effects of the bullets are so incredibly funny to watch. But the actors are just owning it, right? Like the oh, looks on their time. faces yeah. and everything. Like, no, oh, take that motherfucker. I'll address the special effects for a second. If you watch some of this low budget stuff, like the mockbusters and the stuff in Japan that's doing in the 2010, asylum, the, asylum. the asylum stuff, these don't look a whole lot better. No, no, I thought it was great because it looks bad. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. At some point, the rogue chalk chopper gets. Like it's 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 really kind of fucking everybody up. Yeah. Does it still have someone in it, or is it driving itself? It's, there's nobody in that because that guy jumped out. Yeah, he jumped he out and started shooting people. So I think it's just it's gone rogue, rogue. It's double rogue. It's double rogue. <laughs> That's where they get on the radio and they've got this is a bad situation. And you gotta have like a really sweet name for the government uh, chopper pilot, like. Osprey 2, we've got bad news. <laughs> the other chopper's gone double rogue and no longer has a pilot. <laughs> it's shooting it's shooting everybody on both sides. <laughs> on both sides, yeah. <laughs> if you don't make it out, we'll tell your wife that uh, you loved her. 
It's like, I'm not married, and this isn't Osprey 2. This is Foxtrot 3. Well, Osprey 2 goes in and smashes, smashes the helicopter it. into yeah. a tree, but then I think explodes himself, too. Like, that, it seems like both helicopters get blown up in this tree explosion. There's only one way to take out a double rogue helicopter, and that's to uh, go double rogue yourself. <laughs> the only way to do that is to blow up. Fight bad mat work with bad mat work. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> They're now, gone. Now that the choppers, rogue choppers have been defeated, things are going well for the commandos because they blow away the red... Pants. bandana guy yeah who was the one on the ground fucking all of them up which yeah. means now they can capture richard richard yeah. has been captured he's taken away they don't <coughs> thank god decapitate him no thank god no <laughs> and then the general's like sitting at home watching the news and he learns about this chopper that blew up all the government buildings and now they're looking for a terrorist that it's guy like, jumped out of a chopper. You got him with your double rogue, double rogue. No, they didn't get him. He jumped out of the chopper before they got him. Sure. I don't know what happened to that guy. He, he probably fucked off. Made it. He probably made it. He stole the briefcase and ran. Yeah. No, I'm the leader of the Tiger Mafia. Yeah. I've got a briefcase. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the package. Right. The end. Yeah. Yeah. But wait. Oh. Who killed Captain Alex? It says that on screen. Right. And then doesn't answer it. But wait, who was Captain, Captain Alex? <laughs> well, I know one thing. I know two things about Captain Alex. Uh, he doesn't like baths, and then he was an idiot. <laughs> I just don't know why we're supposed to care about Captain Alex. No, especially when the character that's on vacations, like, that guy was an idiot. On <laughs> In the movie, he says, he's like, that guy's an idiot. What does it matter who killed Captain <laughs> Alex? So I think that that blends into my theory about what happened to Captain okay, Alex. Please tell us. Because right before he goes to take a bath, right, he's mm -hmm. like, uh, I always have my gun with me, yada, yada, yada. Oh, no. He goes off to, <laughs> I think he was undressing and shot himself. I think she's right. He also says something about, like, the only other people that are allowed to see you naked are your uh, fellow soldiers. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, hmm. I think he was getting undressed and the idiot shot himself. I'm going to agree completely. That makes perfect sense. Because he says he's an idiot later. It would be why no one could figure out who shot him. Right. He says, I like to take my gun into the shower with me. There's really no alternatives to what Jackie has just put down. He shot himself on he accident. He shot himself. <laughs> Captain Alex is down. <laughs> they find him. When they find him, he he's he's buck naked from the bathtub. So it's not like some scene happened afterwards that we missed. He was shot in the bathtub. Have you ever tried to wash your hair while holding a handgun? <laughs> it's trickier than you think. It's fucking dangerous, apparently. Oh, uh, Captain Alex shot Captain Alex. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. Uh, I yeah. think you're right. I, it's hard. To, you can't argue with it, Jackie. No. Uh, anybody got any other questions? So the karaoke bar is still there? Yeah, right. I bet that didn't get blown up. They were like, whatever you do, blow up the church and all that shit, but leave that damn karaoke bar because that place is hopping. So I thought that Richard kidnapped the president at the beginning. I don't know what happened. Because that's what they said, right? The president got mentioned at some point. Is he okay? 
I don't know. Maybe the maybe not. Maybe the general <laughs> becomes president now. Like it's a it's a what's know. that a, a, a junta or a junta some sort of like a military junta when the general is the president. Anybody? No, I don't. The hierarchy. Yeah, the hierarchy goes right along with junta, Jackie. No, uh, I believe it's called a military junta huh. when the when the military becomes the president. It's not a coup. But their appoint Hitler was essentially sure. uh, a junta. I thought he won an election. Uh, uh well, yeah, but uh, won an yeah, election sure. when you know. Burn so the that's back. what a junta is. Yeah, the military. But when you got a guy had on a military first and third, you bunta, bunta, <laughs> <laughs> bunta, bunta. Um. Okay. Anybody else? questions i don't even know what your no, last question I, was. my last question was what was with the president yeah we don't know i don't know um my question is is the was there a result like are uh, is anybody now better off after this movie i know that they did get the strike done the way they wanted to so the one guy probably did get to go dancing later. Okay. <laughs> so I think that worked itself out. But that's not, he's not in a better position than he was at the start of the movie. He was going to go dancing at the start of the movie. He still gets to go dancing at the end of the movie. Sure. Nobody's actually better off. Well, anybody who's still alive from the Tiger Mafia is doing great. Because no. Richard is now dead. Yeah. No, or they're not captured. doing great because all of their fucking buildings just got smashed by helicopters. The country is even in a worse state. The country's in bad shape. Without the Tiger Mafia than with them. All their buildings have been smashed. Mm. By a road, double road chopper. By a double road <laughs> chopper. Uh, yeah, it's it's bonkers. Okay, so I got one more question. Okay. okay. What do you guys think was in the briefcase? What, why can't it just be a briefcase? Honestly. Uh, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing in the briefcase. They're in the briefcase business, Jackie. They just pass a bat briefcase back and forth. If you, we answer that, we ruin half of our jokes for the, mo- in the or, podcast. So. In, unless it's Amway. <laughs> <laughs> then it's really just about the briefcase. Scented candles. <laughs> knives. <laughs> I mean, All you, right. you can cut a can with these knives. All right. So, final recommendations on who killed Captain Alex. I am going to start with Jackie. I'm gonna I'm gonna give this thing a do. Absolutely. Okay. All right. I was entertained. I thought it was funny. I laughed my ass off. Um, and I thought it was great that this was the first movie that started off uh, the Wakanda. Macaulay. Macaulay would actually think he did a he did a, he might have done a horror movie before this. Okay. This was the first Ugandan action movie. Yeah. Right. And I thought that was great. And I thought that they did a great job. And I was entertained and I liked the voiceover guy. And um, I I think you'd be stupid not to watch this. It was free. Whoa. Um, you stupid. You, if you don't watch this, you're dumb. If you you're don't like watch Captain Alex. Yeah. Damn it, you stole my joke, you bastard. <laughs> you don't watch Captain Alex. You are Captain Alex. Yeah. Um, I am also going to give it a two. Uh, I will admit that uh, it's a bit of a gear change for sure when you first started up uh vj emmy is a little bit hard to take he's tough he's a little annoying here and there and you just kind of want him to shut up and be able to watch the movie but after it's over it's it's kind of like one of those movies where you just kind of it it's the further i get away from it the more i enjoy it like i think we kind of flushed out some sure. plot points about yeah. it that in another budget movie they would have just been mistakes like these are plot holes but I think these are plot 
points. Like the fact that Captain Alex was a moron. And yeah. it makes you, again, who killed Captain Alex? It's like trying to, hey, guys, really think about this. Uh huh. Really give it a thought. Captain Alex was an idiot. <laughs> Captain Alex was an idiot. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I give it a do. I did like it. Sam? I gave it a do as well. I think if it would have been 90 minutes, it would be a don't. Yeah. I think the 60-minute thing really helps. And then as far as the DJ VJ Emmy thing, like at first I tried to turn him off like Mm -hmm. and ignore him. Right. And then he kind of grew on me and I got used to him. But by the end of it, I was actually counting on him to tell me who was who. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was getting confused. And I I was like, I need you VJ Emmy. I need you to tell me which faction these guys are with because I am getting shit mixed up right now. I'm with you. I... That is exactly where I was at with this movie too. With that guy, I was like, "Here we go." Yeah, I think for two hundred bucks, uh, this is this is damn well done. Absolutely. Um, I wish I, there's a lot of things that come out of other budget locations that are a ton shittier than this. I've seen some and, shit uh, that is worse than this that costs ten grand. Yeah, exactly. You so, know, yeah. I think I think it's well done. So there was one thing that I noticed that I almost forgot to talk about in Captain Alex. It was something I'd never seen before. Okay. The wife, during the briefcase exchanging, was wearing a cargo skirt. A cargo skirt? Yeah, it was a short skirt, but it had cargo pockets on the side. I was like, cargo skirt? Nice. Both fashionable and functional. Yeah. No, they're not. You could keep your... They're not? No. Cargo skirts? No, because they're like cargo (laughs) shorts or cargo pants. If you actually put shit in there, your pants will fall down. (laughs) Like... Oh, you you have a lot of cargo? Good. Here's some pants that won't stay up if you fill them with cargo. You've actually taken the one function of the cargo <laughs> pants out of the equation, yeah. being able to climb over a log. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that either. Or if you fill up your pockets when you're wearing cargo shorts or pants, you walk up to a group of people like, what the fuck have you got in your pockets man <laughs> jesus my keys I got all this stuff i can carry i have a lot of cargo yeah but now your butt is out but now your butt is out and so i think the skirt would essentially perform the same function if you actually utilized the pockets it would just fall down all right we don't have any streaming do's and don'ts this week. We've been busy uh, preparing for the SMAPFAs. We will have the nominations for the twenty uh, what year is it? Twenty eighteen SMAPFAs uh, within the next couple weeks. I think we're waiting on uh, what the Infernal Machines uh, or whatever Mortal to, Engines Mortal Engines to come to to DVDs. So or we might that. just because it's a fucking dollar. We might just jam out and see. It. I don't really want to do that. I'd rather dollar. Yeah, be in my underwear. Um, so instead, you could bring week, some stuff in your cargo shorts, <laughs> <laughs> right, or my cargo skirt, and then it's like being in my underwear. I just open them up and let yeah. my balls hang free. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got uh, a great superpower debate. Oh, this is the hardest one I've ever worked on. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, let's I hear it. it it's it's been sitting out there for months. Believe it or not, I've been sitting on this one. Okay, but, uh, I've even got an origin story. Oh god damn it! <laughs> wow. One night, while watching Unsolved Mysteries, alone. <laughs> that's, whoa, that's like watching Silence of the Lambs when it's raining outside. That will be important later, just so you know. A terrible storm causes a tornado that sucks up a bunch of toxic waste. It then flies over your house and lightning strikes your router, sending radioactive radioactive electricity into your brain. You wake up in a primary health 10 minutes later and realize 
You I think know, you're dead because you're in a primary <laughs> health for an emergency situation. Whoops. No, you didn't go. You just you just woke up there. You didn't like, have a choice. Yeah, and they're like, "Wow, he woke up on his own because we didn't do anything. <laughs> We're in primary health. That'll I've be forty five dollars there." Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, then you realize you know the answer to every unsolved mystery ever, but. <laughs> You don't know which episodes the answers belong to. That's your great superpower. Yeah. That doesn't make any fucking sense. No, you just, you know the answers. Like, uh. Greg, but then you don't, (laughs) but then you you can't say. Greg Greg is the killer. Or. To what? Yeah, you'll never patch them together. Omaha is where your brother, your aunt Phil is that you, or your aunt Phil, your aunt Phil who you haven't seen in 10 years is. So you've got all the information. But you can't connect it? But you can't use any of it. Yeah, that's like a negative four. (laughs) Yeah, dude. This is your worst one. I like that it had an origin story, too. And I was going to give it a zero, but I was like, that's not enough. And then the numbers just kept going in my head, and I was like, negative four. That's where that one is. Well, not to mention that, like... uh, Oh, my God. I just totally lost my thought. Even trying to qual- even trying to make sense of it would cause the delirium and madness and put you in the corner of a loony bin that this superpower would do to you. G- you got GPS coordinates. Oh, I know the GPS coordinates. I don't know what they're to. <laughs> you're going to lunch with your brother and you just look up and say, 46. And he's like, what? And you're like, I don't know. I guess, let's think about this. So if you did have... If you did have GPS coordinates, you would at least know something. So you could go to those GPS coordinates and start digging. And then you maybe like there's treasure or something. And then you, oh, hey, it's the treasure from season five, episode six. If you so watch all of the unsolved mysteries, mm-hmm. would you then know? You'd still have to tie them together. No, that just sucks. No, what about my scenario about the treasure? Well, you, you, you would probably dig up more dead bodies yeah. than treasure. Yeah, yeah, you could end up digging up a dead body. Then or, you would also so kind of be... So you're saying you wouldn't even risk it? Or you'd go, okay, I've got the GPS coordinates GPS. to the last... Pl- to the place where he was killed. And then you get be. there, and it's mafia people, and they're like... Could be that. Who are you? And you're like, I don't know. And then they kill you. So so it's not worth the risk. The, the risk? Uh, the possible outcome of treasure or possible outcome of mafia death but like what do you do when these answers are coming to you in your normal you know like you have to go to your job or whatever and you're doing it uh, and you're like yeah you shake a guy's hand and you get that chris walken thing you go yeah well that and you kind of become a fucking know-it-all that nobody likes because at that point you're just sprouting out shit and everybody's like oh my god there he goes again I know the unsolved mystery. And then they start avoiding you by the donuts at work. Sure. Uh, that's just you, because you're, you're the asshole. <laughs> but I totally would. even know the unsolved mystery. You just, like, turn to Greg and go, it was bacteria in the ketchup. <laughs> right? He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And you're like, I don't I know. Don't know. <laughs> what about something, like, that would be really obvious if you knew the answer to, like, like they're all their paranormal episodes, like, Spooky ghosts or like the alien, yeah, the UFOs. If it was something really obvious, like like crop circles. People had been missing for a while. You're like, nope, they just drown. <laughs> and then Gladys is like, what are you talking about? You're like, I don't know. 
my dog ran away. I have no idea where he is. And no. then he'd be like, you can't answer that because it wasn't an unsolved mystery. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's true. That's the thing it's is only, you only know the answer. only from the TV and show. And you're just like, yeah, no, she just stuck her kid's head in the microwave. <laughs> you're like, what? That's horrible. And you're like, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Would you like this last Danish? <laughs> You just have an Excel spreadsheet where you're just writing shit in as it comes up. And then Sam, Sam, we've got a mystery for you. I can't help. I with can't that. solve mis. Why would you think that I solve mysteries? All I do is say random things all day. I know that they're the answers to something. I'm really wondering if I need to go see somebody about this. Okay, uh, uh, that's the best argument I got for it. Uh, <coughs> give me your final score, Sam. Zero. Zero. I can't give it a negative four. <laughs> Jackie. Uh, I'm also going to give it... Actually, I'm going to give it a one because it had an origin story, which <laughs> okay. was kind of cool. All right. And he survived the primary health. Yeah. Right. So I'm going to give you a one. All okay. Right. All right. It's a point, point five. Point five. <laughs> All right. So that wraps up this episode. Next week is my pick, and we're going to go back to a classic that we haven't... Uh, dealt with in quite some time i think it's finally time that we get to picasso trigger oh, Picasso Trigger. the third uh film by one andy sedaris following our uh, it's this fourth it's this fourth three? there was a um oh well they, in the in the guns girls and g-strings collection it's the third it was it might have been the third released but i believe it was the fourth made right because seven we, which we've no. also done seven so um Hard Hunted was actually made first and maybe oh, released okay. afterwards. All right, all right, yeah. all right. So well, this will follow our Hard Hunted, or not Hard Hunted, Seven, Hard Ticket to uh, Hawaii and Malibu Express episodes, obviously. So uh, Picasso Trigger, there you go. Check it mm. out. Sounds like some ugly paintings. That's what I saw the first thought the first time I watched it, and I was like, "Yay, this ugly isn't paintings!" What I Wait, a bunch of boobs. <laughs> Whoa. All right, uh, get to the chopper, guys. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.